0: You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to Romans 11, 11 through 24. I want to read through this passage. I'll make a couple of comments as we go through it. And then I want to talk to you for just a minute or two, based on this text, about anti-Semitism. And that might seem like an interesting thought, and why would I be talking about that? Well, as I read this section, you'll see exactly why. Romans eleven, eleven through 24, Paul writes this, and, and this, this really this verse 11 is really the overarching statement for the whole section. This is what he's arguing for. So I ask, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass, Salvation has come to the Gentiles so as to make Israel jealous. Right there. Right there we learn why many in Israel, in God's sovereign economy, why many in Israel have rejected Christ. Is it so they would finally fall to hell with them? No, not at all. There's a purpose in God's plan. When people reject Christ from Israel, He then goes to the Gentile nations and they respond to Christ. And again, that's not the end of the story for Israel. They respond to Christ. The Gentiles do so that Israel would look at the Gentiles and be jealous of the Gentiles' relationship with God, thinking, "I should be having that relationship." He's given me and my people the oracles, the 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 patriarchs. He's given us this heritage. I should have what they have, and that would be a great statement for a Jewish person to make. And so Paul asks that question. And it basically makes that. Makes that point at the very beginning. This is their rejection was to make the the Gentiles um, saved was to bring them salvation, and that would make Israel jealous. Verse twelve says this: Now if there the Jews trespass means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Think of what it will be like when they actually repent and turn to Christ. Verse thirteen: Now I'm speaking to you Gentiles. Now here's the application for you: If you are a But if some of the branches were broken off and you, although a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among the others and now share in the nourishing root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant toward the branches. And he's specifically talking about the branches that have fallen apart or or fallen off. The, The Jews that have rejected Christ. Do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you are, remember it is not you who support the root provided you continue in His kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree, and grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? Now I want to draw two applications for you briefly. One is specifically about the Jewish people, and two, it's about anybody who has rejected Christ. First, specifically about the Jewish people. This is a call for Gentile believers, people who are not Jewish, not to hate Israel, not not to thumb our nose at them because they've rejected the Messiah. He says here in this passage, do not be arrogant. He's the one that that brought you into them. Brought you into their faith that they were supposed to have. You didn't bring yourself. You're no better than them. He's been gracious to you. Do not be arrogant. So in a sense, I would say this. There is no room for any Christian ever. Any any Gentile believer. Any Italian believer. American believer. Spanish believer. There is no right for any of us to ever be anti-Semitic. God has a plan for His people. And secondly and finally, if this is certainly true uh, of us, not to be arrogant toward the, the, the Jewish people, then certainly it's true that we should not be arrogant toward anyone who's rejected Christ. Again, we were given grace. We were chosen by grace, not because we're better than them. So spiritual arrogance aimed at people who have rejected Christ is nowhere to be found in the Christian life. We cannot look at people who have rejected Christ and think, oh, I would have totally responded. I I would have repented by now if I were them. We have to be very careful not to be arrogant. We have nothing that has not been given to us. So this is an encouraging passage because God has shown that He's brought us into the family of faith, but it's also a warning passage calling us not to be arrogant toward people who are not currently in the faith. So I hope that today... As you go and live your Christian life, there will be no arrogance as to who you are compared to who other people are who reject Christ. I hope that your heart breaks for them, that you plead to God to save them, but not that you look down on them as if they were somehow less than you. We were all running from God, and He came down and chose us and saved us by grace. May He do the same for many others. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.